If you're like me, you're probably freaking out about postpartum. Everybody and their mother has told you how crazy and scary it is and how little time you have, but also how little sleep you have and all the things. In this podcast, I show you how to manage your time in very succinct ways and to make sure that you get everything that you need to get done and nothing more. I hope you have a wonderful day and I hope you enjoy. Are you panicking thinking about bringing your baby home from the hospital? Have you no idea how to change a diaper, nurse a baby, or use a snot sucker? Or do you find yourself constantly fighting over everything with your partner? Welcome to the New Mom Naturopath Podcast, the show where we help you find out how to reduce your anxiety, strengthen your relationship, and take care of yourself along with baby. So reheat that lukewarm coffee and get ready to enjoy being nap trapped while we find your confidence in postpartum. My goal with this podcast is to instill the naturopathic principle of docere, which means to teach, in order to help you learn more about your body in postpartum. Nothing in this podcast should be considered medical advice, and any and all information should be used for educational purposes only. Oh my goodness, postpartum is one of those times where everybody seems to tell you that you don't ever have enough time, that you are going to be stressed out, that you're never going to sleep and it's going to be horrible, and they would never go back, but then they also tell you that it's the most magical time ever, and you're probably sitting there scratching your head super confused as to how you're going to manage this at all. The reality is you have to, in postpartum, make realistic expectations of yourself, which is really, 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 really hard. Really hard. Because our society likes to make really high expectations of everybody, especially new moms, and when you're looking at how you think you should act, it's probably going to lead to some sort of feeling less than or that you're not doing enough. When I was watching a Christmas movie with my mom one year, she made a point to say that she finds it interesting that in British films, they always show the house as actually being a mess. And that in U.S. films or things that are clearly done in Hollywood, they always have the house as like this immaculately perfect, organized, like just completely clean, spick and span. It's a set for clear, like it's ridiculous. And the fun part about that observation was like, wow, she's right. She's right. Wow, the British are actually being honest here. I'm kidding. Anyway, the, <laughs> the reality is when you live in a home, it, it's messy. When you have life going on, it's messy. And the biggest time in life where you're going to have a mess with your house and with your schedule, it's going to be with a newborn. I can promise you that. And so I wanted to give you a clear understanding of how best to manage your time with a newborn. The first thing I want you to do is actually utilize a digital calendar such as Google Calendar. And I think it's best if you utilize Google Calendar and then share it with other family members that are going to be around a lot, specifically your partner or husband, so that you're able to get on the same page of what needs to be done. And the second thing I think it really needs to happen is you have to check it daily. And I know that's really hard. So sometimes I put a reminder on my phone. I, I know I did this during postpartum. I put a reminder on my phone to say like, check calendar, make sure you don't have anything coming up that doesn't have that you didn't have in your brain, especially, you know, doctor's appointments. And along with the whole checking it every day, 
when you make an appointment with someone, whether it be someone's coming over to visit, someone's delivering uh, food in a food uh, meal train, you need to go pick up the groceries from the grocery store or there's a doctor's appointment. The moment, like the moment that you schedule it, it goes in your calendar because you will not have the executive functioning to be able to manage a schedule inside your brain because you don't have adequate basic needs of life. Like you just don't. You're, you're getting through organized chaos, not organized chaos. You're getting through chaos. So give yourself the privilege of offloading that information onto a Google Calendar. If you want to use a regular planner, that's fine, but I love the idea of sharing it with others that are going to be around me so they know, hey, don't make dinner tonight because so-and-so is dropping it off, or hey, I'm not going to be at home if you happen to randomly come home at lunch during one day at work. Like, I'm going to be at the pickup line getting my groceries. Like, there are things that just need to be done on a schedule, and sometimes it's really easier if everyone knows what's going on. And thirdly... I really love the idea of time blocking and time blocking is wonderful. This is actually going to take up most of the the podcast because I really want to emphasize the need to time block as a mom. And I think that in postpartum, we think that your life is going to be, you know, a little abnormal, but like with a little bit of like lack of sleep. And the reality is that's absolutely not the case. You no longer have a set, I'm awake and I'm asleep part of your day. You no longer have a I can go do anything anytime anywhere kind of a lifestyle. You now are being dictated by nap schedules and feeding schedules and the world being you know only awake during certain times of those times. Like literally I think the biggest the hardest struggle of parenthood is that children wake up at the wee hours of the morning and so by the time 10 o'clock rolls around and stores are actually open and things are actually open and functions are actually open you've been awake for six or seven hours and you're sitting there going I'm already exhausted and nap time is so far away and I don't okay pet peeves anyway moving on but in postpartum (laughs) it is my biggest rant like target is great it opens at 8 a.m it's still not early enough like I want to be able to go do something and leave my house with my toddler because he's driving me crazy. But I love him. I love him. And he could stay here, so I should, really shouldn't complain. But like on the weekends, man, man, I need things to be open earlier. I don't because I really don't need to spend the money. Anyway, I'm going on tangents here. I want you to think of your life in postpartum in three-hour blocks. And the reason for this is usually most babies are going to be are going to be on a schedule of feeding every three hours. Now, are your babies really going to be on that schedule? No, no, they're no, they're not. No, no, no. Because you're going to feed them on demand because you're, you know, wanting to nurse or you want to feed them so they get back to their birth weight, whatever way you want to do it. But most likely your child is going to want to eat on after the first or second week. Let's be real. The first week they're going to eat all the time and they're going to poop all the time and they're going to be awake none of the time. And you'll think, wow, this is so straightforward. I'm tired. But like, they don't do much and then they wake up and you're like what in the world is this um but think of your life in three hour chunks because you're gonna have a routine in place if you think of your life in three hour chunks chunks it's sleep eat wake windows and i got this from carrie locker it's the so routine schedule sleep eat wake windows now wake windows are going to be very small in the first couple of weeks and they're going to largely get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. 
And the reason why I say sleep, eat, wake windows is generally speaking, you want to kind of stretch the amount of time that they stay awake and not necessarily associate sleep with or falling asleep with eating. Now, at the beginning, don't get crazy about this, mama. Like, don't hold this. This is not. You can nurse them to sleep. In fact, it will be very hard not to nurse them to sleep. But having this routine and schedule so you know, I'm going to wake them up, I'm going to change their diaper, I'm going to feed them. We're going to sit awake for a couple of minutes. They're either going to do tummy time or they're going to just, you know, lay skin to skin on my belly. Whatever it is, that counts as tummy time, by the way. Just like letting you know, because that is the one time that I could get tummy time to work and not actually have a crying fest all morning. So just letting you know, tummy time can be done on you and it's so much better just like hot tip. But it is really important that in these sleep, eat, wait windows, yes, you're focusing on baby, you're focusing on their needs, their needs to stay awake for a certain amount of time, their needs to follow, your needs to follow their cues of when they're actually tired so they don't get overtired, which is actually a thing which really sucks. But also to fit in your life, you know, which cycles are you going to do dishes or clean the bottles or clean You know, how many bottles are you going to have in the house? How many loads of laundry are you going to have ready? Because you will get them dirty every day. You'll wash the same clothes every day. I guarantee you. It doesn't matter how many you buy. So when are you going to actually, in each of these chunks, which chunk is the laundry chunk? You know, the the three hour is this this chunk, I've I've got to get laundry done. This chunk, I've got to get dishes done. This chunk, I've got to get, you know, dinner in the oven or whatever it is. Because that is how I manage to stay afloat. And that's very loosely. Because, like, will you stay afloat? No. But, like, that's how you kind of juggle the plates. In med school, we always said that life in med school is kind of like juggling plates and you're always just about to drop one. And there is no similar time in your life than managing life postpartum. And you will be juggling plates and, yes, they will crash and they will make a mess. But that's okay. We have brooms and we have vacuums. And good news is the beginning of life, your child will probably like a vacuum because it's probably what it sounded like in the womb. So yeah, there's that. Anyway, three hour chunks. That's how I recommend you schedule your time. Figure out a routine in your life where you're like, this first three hour chunk is when I'm just focused on feeding myself and feeding baby. The second hour chunk is when I'm focused on getting laundry done. So that means starting a load in the middle of it, transferring a load. Yes, set a timer for that because dear God, you're not going to remember. And then finally, let's transfer it to a area where it's probably going to sit for 10 minutes or years while you fold it or just leave it in a pile next to you because chances are, Before you even get done folding it, you're going to need a new top because they threw up again on it. It's just, or you just magically started leaking for no reason. And um, it's just a messy world out there for us new moms. So, and then I always had like a dishes section and then like a, this is my cooking session because I did not have time to make three meals a day. I had time to, this time I'm going to focus on feeding myself what I can grab from the fridge because breakfast is easy and I can have Greek yogurt and some granola and still feel manageable and okay. Or I can make a quick smoothie and that be my breakfast and I'm going to rinse out the I'm going to rinse out the, the blender before it starts to harden and make my life awful, which I never remember to do. But I'm reminding you now to actually just rinse it out right after you blend because it's so much easier. Anyway, yeah, yeah. But 
having that labeled, and generally speaking, people get about three different, three to four different four out, three to four four hour blocks within the day during postpartum where you will get things done. And I always liked to have at least one of those times where you're like, I am not doing anything. The dishes be damned. I am taking a nap. I'm going to go take a nap with my baby and do it. Just do it. And as I said in the previous podcast, sometimes I use the time to just listen to podcasts and learn or watch a TV show like Gilmore Girls. Please, I'll watch it again, again and again. I know what's going to happen. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. I know what's going to happen. And I know that I am not going to have any stress response to any of it, even if I don't remember it, which I do. But if I don't remember it, because I know that Gilmore Girls is like even killed, no stressor. It's just not a stressor. Whereas like if I watch Grey's Anatomy or if I watch something else, I know I'm going to get stressed and I don't need more stress. So like you hear me, I, and I, I just, it's not, I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to get scared. There are a lot of things about Gilmore Girls. It's a great show. It was on repeat throughout med school for this very reason. It's like I just need even keel. Even, even keel. Let's keep it straightforward so I don't get freaked out. And then my anxiety wakes up the baby and all the things. So anyway, those are my tips. I hope you enjoyed them. I hope you learned something today. And if you really liked this podcast, even through all my quirkiness and my craziness, I would really hope that you write a review so more women like you can actually connect with me and learn more about how to support themselves in postpartum. I have a really cool thing coming up in the next couple of days. It's going to be a freebie that I'm really excited to give out to people. It's called the Postpartum Survival Kit. So check your emails if you're already on my newsletter. If you've signed up for my free training, you will get this freebie just delivered handed to you in your inbox. If not, I will give you the link to it as soon as I'm ready and I have it up. I'm working on it real hard and I cannot wait to support you and everyone around you as you get through postpartum. I hope you have a wonderful day, Mama. Thank you for listening to the New Mom Naturopath Podcast. I really hope you learned something and grew during this episode. If you could leave me a podcast review on Apple Podcasts, that'd be so helpful for me. If you have any questions, email me at admin at the new mom naturopath.com.